Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the As I See It podcast. And here today, bringing you another episode of Barca Base. This one is a special one. Listen, I am here all of my ones. Uh, I'm here to talk to you about the the news that has come up. And I just want to explain some of my own thoughts really about the whole situation. I did a great podcast with at Blaugrana TV and at Blaugrana Planet. That is podcast number 19. That's the previous one. Go check it out. If you haven't already, we touch on the messy leaving situation. But I wanted to just speak a little bit about it from my own point of view and kind of give you guys, uh, the listeners, a little insight into what I'm really feeling. It's slightly difficult because this news is extremely raw. And to try, to try and get my head around everything that's happened is, is, is quite difficult. But I'm going to try and do it. My initial reaction, let's, let's jump to that first. Initially, when I heard that Lionel Messi was going to stay it was like a half and half reaction. I was extremely happy that he was going to stay. And at the same time, I didn't feel like it was the right thing. Then I saw what he said. And for the first time, we got his view. And I think what a lot of fans take as red knowledge, you know, we we got the truth. Um, at least that's what most fans, I, I think, believe. We got the truth into what really happened, what Messi really was thinking. And that was what was very interesting to listen to. But for me, I found this I found this very difficult. I found it firstly quite sad. Um, I watched the video of Messi speaking about the situation where he, he does, in fact, announce that he is staying. And the, he looks like a broken man, honestly. You know, we don't know Messi for being such a vibrant personality when he speaks, but even for his standards, if you will, this was upsetting to watch. You could see that he really wasn't fully, he wasn't fully there. Um, And I think that's what made it difficult. I think we saw that he tried to go. That's the reality of it. He did not want to be at the club. He felt like his time was done. He thought, he said, he thought it was best for not just himself, but also for Barcelona. And I'll, I'll touch on that a little later. But he really, he didn't want to be there. And yet he is staying. And that for me is difficult. It's very, very, very difficult to kind of get my head around because Lionel Messi is an absolute footballing icon. Nowhere more so than in Barcelona itself. He is a god. Uh, He is appreciated as a god in Barcelona and held to such high esteem, not just in the club, but in world football. You know, in my opinion and many others, the best player in the world and the best player in football history. Um, So to see this situation unfolding where he wants to leave, yet he is being almost held hostage and held held in the club against his will he doesn't he doesn't want to be here anymore he, he the time for him is done at this present moment um so what do we learn from this factually when we look at it he he mentioned a lot of things and he and he o- openly spoke out against the president and and said that listen there's been multiple 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 uh issues in the club problems in the club um, ongoing issues that are not being resolved. And instead, we're just putting a patch over it. That's essentially what Lionel Messi was saying. 
Um, and I think it's something that us fans kind of knew for a long time. That's exactly how we felt uh, the club was handling things. Uh, and when I say the club, I want to be slightly more specific. I'm speaking right now about the man himself, uh, Bartomeu. In, in this whole situation, he has managed to make himself even more hated than he previously was. It's not good enough by Bartomeu. The fact that he constantly leaves time, purposely leaves time after these big tragedies, whether it be um, you know, results, which is the main one, or ongoing situations uh, or in the club. He, he leaves time to kind of hope that fans will, I don't know if, if forget about it is the right way to say it, but at least so they, you know, the initial reaction is anger from these things and he waits a little bit so people calm down. So by doing that, he can kind of run over the situations. And in fact, it's not good enough. And, and we all know this, but Lionel Messi openly spoke out against uh, Bartomeu, stating that, yeah, I mean, essentially saying that he doesn't, he's not, he is not in any way equipped to be doing the job that he is doing. And there is a clear lack of a sporting project at the club. He felt like Messi was saying there should be more young players coming through, um, that you know the team needs shaking up, a, multi a multitude of things. But the main takeaways for me was the fact that he does not want to be here anymore. And if it wasn't for quote-unquote contractual obligations, he would have left. Now, we'll, we'll touch on this now. Uh, as many of you know, Essentially, what it boils down to is Lionel Messi at the end of each season has the option to leave on a free. Now, under normal circumstances, this would be, of course, the end of the season would be the end of May, right? The beginning of June. But because of this whole um, world issue where football was stopped, it has, of course, meant that the season has had to be postponed and by doing that, it's elongated and has only finished in the end of August. So Messi said that he was not just contemplating leaving after this Bayern Munich result, but he's been contemplating leaving for uh, uh, 12 months at least, I, I believe is what he said. Um, so it, it's not just a reactionary uh, thought or, or action he has been thinking about this for a long time. He has known that the club isn't going in the right direction and he can't keep papering over cracks just like the, the president is doing. He can't keep pretending that things are okay when they're not. And he felt as though for him to be competitive, to win trophies, to be regarded as, you know, one of the best players in the world currently, he has to be at a club that is challenging for the highest honors in club football he said it's one thing you know to be in the champions league but it's another thing to really compete you know you may lose um the game but if you really aren't there if you can't compete toe-to-toe -to -toe with these kind of teams you know there's no point so he is very very clear in what he's saying that barcelona have forced him to stay at the club he could have taken this matter to trial. And in fact, him and his lawyers seem to be incredibly confident that had it gone to court, had it gone to a trial, he would be able to, 
you know, he would have got his way. He would have been able to leave. He would have been able to vacate the club because he and his lawyers seem to believe that the the power is with him. Listen, Messi says, uh, Messi says this. I'll read it out for you. He said, I thought and was sure that I was free to leave. The president always said that at the end of the season, he's talking about speaking with the president just uh, to interject. He's talking about speaking with the president during this season. He He's spoken to him multiple times. He said, I thought and was sure that I was free to leave. The president always said that at the end of the season, I could decide if I stayed or not. Now they cling to the fact that I did not say before that I did not say it before the 10th of June, when it turns out that on the 10th of June, we were competing for La Liga in the middle of this awful coronavirus and this disease altered all the season. And this is the reason why I'm going to continue at the club. Now I'm going to continue in the club because the president told me that the only way to leave was to pay the 700 million euro release clause. And that is impossible. Yeah, it is absolutely impossible. No team in the world is going to pay 700 million to get Messi in their club. It's just not going to happen. Um, and he's very clear, you know, I was speaking to the president. I told him that I wanted to leave and he said, yeah, no worries. You can leave at the end of the season. Uh, you can leave at the, at the end of the season. Messi also said that he'd tried to speak to Bartomeu multiple times and Bartomeu would just be like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk, but not now. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk, but not now. And kept prolonging it, kept prolonging it, kept prolonging it openly promising that he could leave at the end of the season. Um, and and now the only thing that they're clinging to is the fact that it wasn't before the 10th of June. Um, but these are a mitigating circumstances and Messi and his team, his lawyers, are very confident if it had gone to trial, they would have got their way. However, Lionel Messi did say um, there was... Uh, there was another way to fix it and uh, it was to go to trial. I would never go to court against Barca because it is the club that I love, which gave me everything since I arrived. It is the club of my life. I have made my life here. Barca gave me everything and I give it everything. I know that it never crossed my mind to take Barca to court. Um, it's difficult. It's so difficult. I mean, major respect. I think if Messi had taken Barca to court and openly explained the reasons for doing so and that he still had absolute love for the club, I think a lot of people, maybe even the majority of people, would be completely okay with it and understand it. But, I mean, there's no way he wants this to end in a legal battle. And the fact that after so many years of incredible service that Lionel Messi has provided FC Barcelona with, the fact that we are not willing to kind of negotiate some way for him to leave when he desperately wants to, I don't see it as right. I really do not see it as right. Barcelona have given him so much. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But at the same time, he has given Barcelona so much. Um, and if it wasn't for him, who knows where we would be in, in a multitude of occasions, on a multitude of occasions. So it's, it's very difficult, but he was very adamant that he would not take Barcelona to court, despite thinking that he um, would be able to get his way if he did. So major respect for that. Um, yeah, he, he goes on to essentially say that, uh, I can read the quote out, when I communicated my wish to leave to my wife and children, it was a brutal drama. The whole family began crying. My children did not want to leave Barcelona, nor did they want to change schools. But I looked further afield and I want to compete at the highest level, win titles, compete in the Champions League. You can win or lose it because it is very difficult, but you have to compete. At least compete for it and let us not fall apart in Rome, Liverpool, Lisbon, all that led 
me to think about the decision that I wanted to carry out, which was essentially the fact that he wanted to leave. Um, so yeah, he, he was very adamant that he wanted to go and we have essentially blocked it based on a technicality in the contract, it seems. So this is why I'm conflicted. I don't want to hold Messi, Messi hostage here. And um, as Alex said in the previous podcast, if you've listened to it, he said it's quite a nice hostage. He's at the club that he loves. Um, he's earning massive amount of money. His family are comfortable in Barcelona. So, of course, it's not like he's being held in a, in a you know, high-security prison with no benefits. Of course, there's major benefits to him staying, like personal benefits for him staying at Barcelona. But for me personally, I don't want... I never, ever, ever want any player to be at Barcelona if they don't want to be. Because if they don't want to be at Barcelona, then we don't. We shouldn't, want, you know, crave and and beg them to be at Barcelona. That's just not the way it should go. Um, but that is the way it's going at the moment. And my issue is, for me, as I stated in the previous podcast as well, this is the worst scenario because we still have Bartomeu as president at the moment, and I don't see him resigning. <laughs> Uh, despite saying that if Messi publicly came out and said that he'd stay, he'd resign. Um, well, it's been reported that he, say, that he said that. Uh, I don't see him doing it. I mean, how could you think that he would with everything that he's shown prior? Um, so it's kind of like the worst situation. We've still got Bartomeu. We've got Messi who doesn't want to be there and who is majorly impactful on the team. I mean, he's the captain. He's still the captain at the moment. So you're going to have a captain that doesn't even want to be at the club. I know he loves the club and I don't doubt it for a second. I also know that he will give his absolute all and I don't doubt that for a second. But subconsciously, when you don't like the people that you are performing for, be it the Barcelona board and the president, are you going to be fully there? You know, it's all right. It's all fine saying you will, but are you really going to be fully, fully, fully invested in absolutely crushing all competitions. And at the moment, it seems harder than ever to do that. Of course, we haven't yet seen what Komen will do with the Barcelona side. And I myself have a lot of skepticism over it based on the players that we have. How will we fit them in the system? You know, Messi doesn't want to be at the club and subconsciously that has to have an effect. It has to. Why would he want to perform incredibly well for, ultimately, the board and the president? I understand it's for the fans completely, and he will want to do his best for the fans. But ultimately, he is under a contract, and his employee, employers are Bartomeu and the board and Barcelona. So... Subconsciously, I think that will that, that will have an impact on on him. I, I I really I can't see it not. So that's 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 why I find it difficult. I really find it difficult. Um, he said, "I love Barcelona. I'm not going to find a better place than here anywhere. Still, I have the right to decide. I was going to look for new goals and new challenges. And tomorrow, I could go back because here in Barcelona, I have everything. So it's very clear." And it's something I've alluded to and spoken about even before, the fact that he absolutely loves the city. Not only does he love the city, but his family are so well ingrained in the city. His his children, he spoke about loving um, where they go to school, they have friends here. So to, you're not just disrupting one life, you're disrupting um, the whole family's life. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I do stick to what I say. 
Um, and for me, if he wanted to go, I would have wanted him to go. I would have. Because I don't want him to be here not wanting to be here. Based on him being here because he refuses to take Barca to court. It's just, it's not a good situation. And this whole situation has masked so many of the other problems. I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, great, we've got Messi now. We can go ahead and compete again. No, 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 no. Remember, we had Messi when we lost 8-2 to Bayern Munich. We had Messi when we lost 4-0 to Liverpool. We had Messi when we crashed out of uh, the Champions League the year, even before that against Roma. You know, we, we had him all, during these times. And these catastrophes continued to happen. So despite us still having Messi, the, the problems are endless. They really are endless. And I think at this point in Messi's career, I think a new challenge almost is necessary. I don't, I really, I really am yet to see what Coman will do and how he will, I'm just worried that we're just going to do the same thing and just continue in the way that we have been. Honestly, like, Kike Setien coming in didn't, didn't really improve anything. You know, if, if, if someone didn't know who was the manager of the club, they just remember, they, just from the one day that they were told that, that uh, Valverde was at the club, when Valverde gets sacked and Kike Setien gets appointed and that person doesn't know, they just keep watching Barca games, they would not, not realise that the performances of the team were under a new manager because it just looks, the continuity of it is unbelievable. It's like they were still playing for Valverde. There was, there was no difference really in, 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 in the play, in the mannerism of the players, in the hunger, in the desire, in the, in the mentality. So, yeah, despite... Kike Setien's blueprint being very difficult, different to that of Valverde's. We didn't see any noticeable change with him, um, any significant notice, noticeable change with him being being in the managerial role. So, you know, we had Messi during all of these times, yet we still suffered these catastrophes. So my point is, despite us keeping Messi, the problems are still stacked. Absolutely stacked. Messi isn't fixing the problems. Him staying isn't fixing the problems. At all. Not at all. And I do not want to continue with this playing format that solely is aimed to benefit Messi, but in the end causes disaster for the whole team. I've spoken about it before. If you nullify Messi in a game, you essentially nullify the whole team. And that is because there are so many players in the team, if not pretty much all of them. And that is why Testagen stands out so much, because... He isn't really including it in this, but the rest of the outfield players sacrifice themselves to an extent for Lionel Messi. And my worry is, where do we play him? How do we utilize him now? Do I believe Coman can do it? I really want to. I really, really want to. But putting it into practice, I think, is harder than it seems. We saw Valverde try and do it. We saw Kike Setien try and do it. Now we're going to see Coman try and do it. And I really hope he can. Honestly, I really hope he can. But it's going to be extremely difficult. It's going to be extremely difficult. 
we have on paper some incredible players. Incredible players. Lionel Messi, Dembele, Trincao, Ricky Puic, Alenia coming back. Rafinha's back at the moment, will probably get sold. Frankie de Jong, Ansu Fati, Clement Longley, Piquet. So many names. On paper, we have an incredible team. Griezmann. But again, these, these players need to fit the system. They need to fit the format in which we're going to play. And if Messi is to continue occupying that quote-unquote right wing spot, but not be contained to the right wing for the majority of the game, we're going to see the same kind of issues unless we find another resolve for them, which is down to Komen. How well are the players going to react at this point as well? It is a switch in mentality. Our mentality right now, I said, is on the floor. It absolutely is. These players are broken. Mentality, broken. Confidence, shattered. Hunger doesn't seem to be there. Enjoyment of the game doesn't seem to be there. Eagerness to win every single ball doesn't seem to be there. So that's, that's, these are the issues. These are the issues. However, This is where we're left. Now we know we have Messi for this next season. We need to plan for it. We need to have him slightly more isolated on the pitch. My problem is, how do you fit How do you fit Griezmann, Messi, and Coutinho in the same team and have them all performing effectively as individuals, but as individuals collectively for the whole team? It's going to be, it's going to be tricky because Griezmann doesn't play as an out-and-out number nine. He doesn't. And if Coutinho is to play in almost a centre-attacking mid-roll, and Messi is wandering into that position from left wing, they're going to be stepping on each other's toes. Then if we don't get a replacement for Semedo, or Sergio Roberto plays there, and they're still doing that full-back attack where they overlap Leo Messi, then we still have major, major problems on the counter-attack unless we can find a resolve of it. So... I'm skeptical. I am. It's the honest truth. It is the honest truth. I've had so much hope before and it's been completely let down. And I have to be honest, what have we seen recently that we can really we can really say we're going to we're going to be competing for La Liga seriously or the Champions League seriously. I'm not seeing it at the moment. So we're going to have to wait and see what what Ronald Koeman can do, and I really hope he can do something. Uh, let me talk quickly about the possibility of signing Wijnaldum. Why? Why? Why are we doing that? Listen to these names that we have at our disposal in midfield. Frankie de Jong, Pjanic, Alenia, Ricky Puic, Coutinho, Rafinha if he stays... The majority of the players that I've mentioned there should be starting. We're trying to rebuild a squad, lower the average age, 
we sold Arthur, we brought in Pjanic, 30-year-old, there or thereabouts, and bring in Wijnaldum, almost 30 as well. What, what is Wijnaldum going to bring to the team that someone like Ricky Puig, Alenia, Coutinho, like... The options are already here. We don't need to bring in Wijnaldum. That is not the position that needs filled right now at all. We need to be looking at left-backs, right-backs. We need to be bringing in a centre-back. Hopefully Eric Garcia will come. Manchester United right now are, are looking at getting Regulon. I'm a big fan of Regulon. I think it's 30 million is what's being talked about right now. I know he's from Real Madrid. At least look into him. Look at the possibility. I've had Nico or Blaugrana TV on before. He's been saying, where is the call for Grimaldo? Where is it? A bunch of other names as well. bunch of other names. Or if we had scouts that are probably doing their jobs right now, could spot some talent. But right now, we have Jordi Alba, whose time at Barca is coming to an end. I don't want him to be the starter for much longer. We need drastic change, and the change that has happened so far is not drastic enough. It is not drastic enough. Let's recap what's happened so far, okay? We've had Eric Abidal leave. Rakitic is gone. New manager. And coaching staff or to come with the manager, of course. And so far, that is all that's changed. Other than Messi being 10 million times more unhappy. As of me recording this podcast, that is all that's changed. Now that, tell me, is that enough? I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. It's not as simple as getting in a new manager and just flipping the switch and we play differently. That's not the way it works. It's not. But yeah, <laughs> this is where we are. This is where we are. So as happy as many Barcelona fans are for Lionel Messi staying, doesn't solve our problems. It really doesn't solve our problems. We still have major problems. La Liga is fast approaching, very fast approaching. So, you know, <laughs> we need to get on it. We really need to get on it. However, that is it. Listen, that is all I have to say right now on the messy situation that has uh, unfolded today. I, one thing I will say is I'm glad it is over. At least there's that. I'm fed up. I'm so fed up. Of this report coming out here, that report coming out there. Oh, they say two different things. Oh, then suddenly the media sway towards Messi's leaving. Oh, then he's not leaving and then he's staying and then he's going to go for free and then he's going to go for a certain amount and then there's a player swap thing. There's been no official bid for Lionel Messi because everybody has been checking to see if he would go for free or not. In the end, he's staying. Man City were seriously, seriously interested, but they were they were looking. We have the potential that we may lose Luis Suarez. I believe it's been reported that um, personal terms have been agreed with Juventus. Um, there's been some kind of agreement there, but um, 
it seems like we're we're essentially going to let Suarez out the contract and just give him to Juventus. I mean, it's sh- the business is shocking right now. We're trying to get rid of him, Titi. I agree we should get rid of him, but it's looking like we're going to get peanuts for him. Whereas a season ago, multiple offers in. No one's given us an offer. He's a left-footed centre-back. Someone that won the World Cup two years ago. It's unbelievable. Integral part of that World Cup winning France side. Two years ago, I know he's had an injury, blah, 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 but he's still young. He's still a left-footed centre-back who's just won the World Cup. I'm just... It's astounding. Two years ago, 90 million offer for Ivan Rakitic. We've just sold him to Sevilla for 1.5 million euros. Now, yes, they are variables that add up. I think there's like 9 million variables. But no chance we are getting some of those variables. Have you seen what the... Have you looked into what the variables are? And then we'll get 5 million max from that deal compared to 90 million we could have got two years ago. The variables are like, one, if Sevilla win the Champions League, I think that's like 3 million. <laughs> I think we might be waiting, waiting a while for that to happen. One is if they win the Europa League. Okay, that is a possibility. I'd admit it. It would be a difficult one. Um, they have just won it, of course, but to go back and back to back is is difficult in any European competition. Um Another variable is is game time and the amount of minutes he plays. So I think we could get the money for uh, some part of the variable for that. Um, and what else? Yeah, there's some this some of the variables is just like when we're not going to see that money. For example, like that champion, you know, Sevilla winning the Champions League. So yeah, I mean, essentially, we're the business we're doing with Bartomeu at the helm is disgraceful. For a club of our nature. Absolutely disgraceful. However, it is what it is. I mean, what else can you do other than bang your head against a wall? Um, I'm fed up of saying the same things as well. I really am. I've, I've said so much of this before. Um, but as I said, the, the, the thing I am grateful for is the fact that we now know where we stand with Messi. We know that he's going to stay. At least there's that. So we can stop this mad media circus with all this speculation. However, that is it, guys. I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Barca Base on the As I See It podcast. I've been your host, Gabriel Rodriguez, and I'll catch you in the next one. Visca Barca y Visca Catalunya. Peace.